This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. And I'm with... <laughs> you laughing. It's like... <laughs> that, was, that was like the 11 o'clock news. I know. That's what I was trying to be all serious. Welcome back to the We're excited to be here. No. Yeah, not at all, actually. I'm just reading the teleprompter. Um, but it is the Villagers Q&A podcast. I sure? am excited to be here. Are you? And... Okay. Uh, are you really? <laughs> yes, I am. So the question of today, of today, the question for today is, who do you think is the author of Hebrews? Hebrews. Right. Um, isn't there a coffee joke? Like, what's God's favorite kind of coffee? Hebrews? Hebrews. <laughs> Hebrews. Oh, I ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, Does he? All right. Who's the author of Hebrews? I know this one. Uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt. Wow. All right. Yeah. Break through all of church history and answer the quandary of the universe. God through the power of the Holy Spirit is a cheap answer and that's not what they're asking <laughs> it what who's the author of hebrews that's what it is all right let's go to the who next was question. the human that penned the actual words i don't know options options are paul that's the biggest one because he no, was he's, not a chance just hang on now <laughs> hang on don't open the christmas gift until it's your turn okay all right now so, paul <laughs> so paul has been the traditional uh go-to guy until the 18th. I think the only reason, though, is because we're so used to saying Paul said, okay, let's talk smart for a moment, okay? First okay. John, the Greek is like first, second, third grade writing, okay? Super easy. I think you're going to have a pretty hard conversation with John when you get to heaven. John, John yeah. you know what? All John, heart, why all did heart, you, not Why did you write in crayon? Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you tell the story in stick fingers? Michael Fueling, <laughs> yeah. can I talk to you over here yeah. for a second? Uh, I heard your podcast. Paul writes smart, right? Uh, a does. little smarter. Paul it might be a high school, college age, whatever. Luke also whoa, is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He was trained by the best, Paul. I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying his vocabulary choice was fairly typical. He wasn't. He's writing for common man. He speaks good. <laughs> he done good speak. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah. there's that, right? So, but and then that, you got like Luke. Now you're arguing with church history because that has been the regular view yeah, of Yeah, they just say history. stuff, though. Sometimes people just say stuff. Holy cow. So as— I, I think now you're going to have to talk to a whole lot of church fathers when all you get I'm to saying, heaven. Yeah, but all I'm saying is linguistically— Including Santa that Claus. a number of modern scholars would say that in terms of word choice, semantics, the way that language is organized, it's not— consistent with Pauline literature. Paul always acknowledges himself. That is a good argument. And so, for and example— he thanks people and yeah, all those there's things. there's all these there. things that he does. Yeah, yeah. So that there's this Greek word uh, called hapax legomena. It's words that are only used one time. And I know, isn't that fun? Uh, it's not a Greek word. It's an English word. But it, point being, um, it, it signifies the number of times— uh, it's a word that is only used one time in the New Testament. Hapax legomenon is English? No. I just didn't say it's a isn't Greek it word. Latin? Yeah, it's, okay. I'm saying it's not a Greek word. Sorry. No, that's good. I appreciate the challenge. Yeah. You just said uh, it was English. I was saying, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, now an English word right. that has, we use it in the English language, so right. it's an English word. Anyways, it, the point being, Craig, Jervis, <laughs> is that it is a... What if he just consistent? <laughs> I know. No, it's good. I Precise. appreciate it. I appreciate it. I sometimes not ready have, with have lacked precision. All right. Okay. So, um, okay. Stop it. <laughs> So a hepaxagomena is a word that comes up one time in the Bible. Yes. So you don't have other uses of it for yes. context. Which is what the hepaxagomena means. Right. Only once. once. Yeah. yeah. So Hebrews has more than the entire New Testament combined. Agreed. The scholarliness, the intelligence, the way this is written, the cons, everything. It's just so fundamentally different 
than any other Pauline book. I mean, he doesn't play by Pauline rules. Okay, so maybe another view is, which I kind of like, and I know mm-hmm. you have mocked me for this. No. Is perhaps this- no. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps, the Holy Spirit. This, no, no, no. no. Perhaps this is, yes, but no. Perhaps this is Luke. Luke traveled with Paul for Same a issue though, good right? amount of time. Luke was a doctor. He was well-educated. Luke yeah. penned the gospel of Luke by doing no research. He ain't no dummy. That's right. He did research, and then he wrote the gospel of Luke. And you can read about that in Luke chapter one. All of his all of his writings were eye accounts or or uh, person to person accounts, yeah, and but, he writes. But even the, story. the Jewishness of this book. And Luke traveled with Paul, so maybe Luke wrote a Pauline sermon at some point. Yeah, but even the even the depth of it, like Acts, is great. Don't get me wrong; I like the book. You know, <laughs> you're making tons of enemies in heaven, man. <laughs> Luke's like Jesus. <laughs> you gotta really watch that one. <laughs> but, Michael Fueling. I'm just saying all of the New Testament authors, none of them write like the author of Hebrews. Agreed. There is a depth to the author of Hebrews. All right. So there's one other popular view that this was Apollos, the same guy that Paul refers now, to. Now we're talking. So, <laughs> now we're talking. Well, if you agree with that, then it must be right. Um, where I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> some, some are of Paul and some are of Apollos. So yeah. he, he had the standing. Yeah. In Christianity, this new church that was taking shape in the book of Acts and continues through the New Testament, Apollos had this standing. We don't we don't perceive a lot of it because we're not told who actually wrote the book. And we're not told anything else that Apollos wrote. Yep. Nobody signs their name to this. There's no there's no typical signature, which is what Paul does. Um, Paul the Apostle write to this these churches. There's none of that. And so some might say that this was the book only one written by Apollos. Barnabas is an option. Problem is Barnabas is too encouraging for this book. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be a Debbie Downer. It, do, it does one. be like, you know, yeah. <laughs> so many like stern things in this book, you know? Yeah. Um, the blood flowed from the goats and the sheep. And and now Jesus has stepped behind the curtain as yeah. a sacrifice there's, once there's, and for all. There, like dark, whoever this person dark is. Dark imagery. They got to be Jewish. They got to be Jewish. They got to be super duper duper smart. And they got to be like, uh, you know, those guys who are so smart, they don't even realize. And they're like, um, if you take the hypotenuse of the diameter, the, 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 the what a rhombus, you know, like he's got to be one of those guys. I feel like you're going to have a lot of conversations awkward, after this. You know, like, and that's probably why we don't know who it is because he's like a little bit socially awkward. He like gets up in front of people and forgets to tell them who they are. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was so good. Moving so, right along. So, <laughs> so Craig gets up, the, uh, it launches uh, a church plan this week. <laughs> And uh, it never tells people who he is. They figure it out. Yeah. All right. uh, Back to our conversation. (laughs) Hebrews 1 and 2. I've done that so many times. (laughs) Particularly in Hebrews 1. The connection between the Old Testament covenant and who Jesus is, Mm -hmm. is masterful. So whoever writes this has to have an incredible handle on two things. Old Testament Jewish history. Yep. And New Testament Christianity yep. because the entire book marries the two. Yep. And so Perfect. what I would say, yeah. I, I don't know who the author is. Obviously you do. No, I don't. I, Apollos the is Holy a little Spirit. bit. I'd go with the Holy Spirit. Isn't Jewish enough for me. But if you've got some Jewish friends and and they're willing to at least explore the idea of who Jesus is. Theologically astute Jewish friends, not yes. just culturally Jewish friends. I yes. mean, like people who are like. They're willing to dig theologically and understand Old Testament covenant versus New Testament covenant. Uh, Hebrews is the book for you. All right, so let's come back tomorrow. And this is a question I've never considered. 
Is there biblical precedence for souls falling from heaven, or has that strictly been limited to angels? Mm. Yowzers, bowsers. All right, come back tomorrow. See you tomorrow.